welcome to the Beers of Bands podcast with your host, Michael Torres. Dude, this new EP sounds so fucking sick. I'm so happy that you <laughs> sent this over. Like, this is such fun to listen to. Nah, man, I, I, I appreciate you making time. You know, I, you know, especially when I first started, I, you know, I hit up, some, you know, the small podcast that uh, I thought might give me the light of day, <laughs> you know, give me some time and, um, no, nah, man, I, I appreciate your time and having me on. And, um, yeah, I appreciate the kind words about the music because, uh, you know, that just, you know, fills fills our fills our souls. So <laughs> right. thanks, man. I appreciate you very much. Um, all right. Well, other than that, uh, what I'll do is I usually crack a, a drink for the intro. Um, if you've already cracked your beer, that's totally fine. But if you have not, would you want to do the crack with me? Uh, yeah, because actually this one uh, overflowed. So here, give me one sec. Okay. <laughs> very basic man very very basic dude that's okay normally all i do is pbrs so i i mixed it up <laughs> a little bit for this episode but um, no nah, i feel better you whipping out a pbr i didn't know if you were gonna whip out like a micro brew or <laughs> you know something like that it's it's very rare if that ever happens i think i maybe done it like once or twice on an episode and it was more because like i I think someone came over and their like dad owns a brewery, so he just like left me a growler, right? Uh, and I was like, "Fuck it, I gotta drink it at some point. Might as well do it during these." Yeah, like I feel bad because I feel like I should be helping out a small, you know what I mean, like a small brewer, like a local. But uh, I'll be honest with you, I I, I drink socially more or less. <laughs> I don't really drink too much. I I I uh. I, I smoke a bit, pretty boring otherwise, but um, yeah, man, uh, I'm ready for the crack. All right. Well, in three, two, one. Give me a place to stay, a place where I can lay. If you ask, I'm doing great. Okay. Run away. Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. Uh, this week, you know, you know, just my typical fashion, I got another sick-ass Philly band um, on the podcast. I'm sitting down with Justin from Cheer Up Dusty. How you doing? Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Dude, thanks for thanks for being down to be on and, and wanting to be on the show. Uh, I mean, you got some killer things going on. Uh, like I mentioned, you're, you're from uh, the band Cheer Up Dusty, which is like a, like a, I think in all your socials, you guys just put like, a rock band from Philly, and I mean, it. Everything that I'm listening to lives up to that uh, that moniker. Um, but before we get too far, who, uh, obviously, like I've said, your name is Justin. But what do you do in Cheer Up Dusty? Um, so I'm the singer uh, of of Cheer Up Dusty. I'm one of five. There's five now. There's there's five of us. Yeah, and on the live show, yeah, there's five. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Well, for the, the the fellows that are not with us tonight, who are they and what do they do in Cheer Up Dusty? Um, so uh, my name is Justin Sing. We have a guitarist uh, named Brian. Uh, we have another guitarist named Nick. Uh, we have a drummer named Caleb. And um, we don't have a full-time bassist. Uh, our old bassist, Pat, um, 
he's kind of uh, he'll play uh, he plays our local shows with us and, and whatnot. But um, whenever we venture out, um, we've been doing fill-ins and backtracks, backtracking mm-hmm. bass for right now. Um, we're a little busy, but eventually we'll, we will be getting a, you know a full-time basis. But um, there's just so much going on right now. It's it's just it's just too difficult to like bring in another body at at, at the moment. But right soon. Um, is that because I'm trying to think? I, I know I'm kind of getting ahead of myself too. But in the legacy video, there's only four of you in that, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So, but and then you see there's two guitar. Like there's no bassist in it. So I did. I honestly didn't even realize that there was no bass in the music video. Like I was so just like in the moment with watching it that I guess I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I, I feel like in that video, our, our our drummer Caleb, I think you know he because he does some cool some stick flips and uh, I, I felt like he looked the most organic and cool. So you go to <laughs> you maybe go to him before anybody else. So that's cool. Hell yeah. Um, well, like I like I said, I got a little ahead of myself, but um, we have some fun stuff to talk about. Uh, for people that aren't aware, you guys have been doing music for quite a while. I know the last EP number two, which was a collection of singles. Um, came out in like the 2021 so we're you know we're getting closer to ep number three which by the time this episode comes out it'll already be out uh, but i kind of want to start at at the singles that have just slowly been coming uh rolling out um i know you have the third one coming out this upcoming friday um but obviously um i mean you started with legacy as the first single um and it's such a good intro to this ep like it it hits so well and i mean like i went back and listened to like at least the the collection of singles to kind of get this full feel as to like the transition between eps and i feel like i couldn't pinpoint the right words but i definitely can see this uh this change and evolution in in cheer of dusty and i feel like it's a great song to lead off for your initial singles um what's what's the response been on, on legacy so far i mean it's been out at this point of recording about almost like three or four weeks i think it came out on the 5th of may so yeah um we do put up that we are you know a rock band at this point just um so i started the band you know as a solo thing i just wanted to put something out there and it started as a pop punk band like 100 percent. and then even into ep2 it you know there it's a pop punk you know we did a ska song just because <laughs> we wanted to and um you know, still kind of finding, you know, who we were a little bit, but then, yeah, well, I wanted to mature a little bit. So, um, yeah, together, you know, we've been, you know, we wrote our, our 30 P and, um, yeah, we're, you know, actually it was all done last August. That's when we recorded it. So we've been sitting on it for a while and now we're just in our release, uh, our release cycle. And, um, I mean, it's been going good. You know, we just, we decided collectively, uh the order we want to drop them and when and um it was a really a group effort um and legacy um while it wasn't my favorite um it was like unanimous that this was like the first one um that one was like the least done in the studio and then we completed it like in the studio so and it came out to be one of the stronger tracks so it's um and then um yeah we were very proud of it and then um we got to film a video for it in um, in Philly at Bob's Diner in um, Maniunk, uh, Conshohocken part of Philly um, on Ridge Avenue. Um, so we were really happy to uh, been able to have access to that to film to film. So 
um, the response has been good, man. You know, it's, you know, I've gotten a lot of, you know, you know, kind things to say about it. And, you know, everyone, everyone goes back to the, you know, Oh, it's a little more mature than your other stuff. It's kind of getting it's, you know, and that's, um, I mean, that's what we're trying to do, you know, trying to grow up a little bit and broaden the audience and we're trying to reach it a little higher. So yeah, it's been good, man. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. It's been a great song to listen to. And I really loved the music video, you know, guy, he has all playing in the diner. Um, obviously we all know, I think it, it, I think it just hit like 10 years old, um, the other day, but everyone knows the classic, what the fuck is up Denny's. And I just really hope that you at least some point that night said, what the fuck is up Bob's diner. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that's a classic. Um, yeah, I mean, the, so the diner, um, it's like a breakfast lunch diner. So it closed, it closed at two and it was like a really, it was, um, it's a little, it was a little like dreary, like cloudy day. And it was a Sunday in February and, um, they closed at two, cleaned up a little. And then we had like three to like, like six, seven o'clock to do what we needed to do. And, um, yeah, man, it was great. It was a great day. Uh, everyone was in like good spirits at the end of the day. And I just thought like, damn, after like all that and having to like lift all the equipment, just to shoot some shots to do, you know, everyone was in a good mood. So, um, yeah, it was a good, it was a good one. Hell yeah, dude. Well, yeah, like I said, it came out sick and it's awesome that they will, they allowed you to come in and do that. Um, thankfully it worked out where, you know, it's, they didn't have to like close down for the day or do anything like that. No, It's just there, it worked out with their hours. So. Yeah. Yeah. No business was lost. And, um, you know, I might have, you know, I might have a, you know, family connection somehow to get in there, but, uh, you know, that's what you got to do. You got to ask the favors, uh, but we're very appreciative. So anyone who, who is listening to this in that, in that area or in Philly for the first time, please look up Bob's diner. Absolutely delicious. And, um, you know, they're, they're just, they're very good people over there. Now, uh, one, 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 kind of reoccurring theme on the, this podcast besides beer obviously um is always talking about like good foods and different spots if people are going to philly and they stop in bob's diner what's what's like the one thing one or two things off the menu that you recommend they get i'm the worst to ask because like i said i'm just such a basic person i was telling you that before we uh we like really hopped on i mean dude i if you're asking me, I'm the, I'm the only one on the podcast, yeah. you know, obviously everyone's aunt, my, especially my band of ants will be different, but dude, I'm like one of those, I love a classic breakfast. I don't need it enough. So you, if you just go in, you ask for, you know, eggs or toast of choice, your meat of choice. I mean, you're, you're going to get, you're going to get a good one. It's not going to, you know, I'm not knocking on IHOP or Denny's or any, any of those businesses, but you're going to get some quality food made with some love, dude, straight up. So Hell yeah. Um, and then, yeah, if you do go there, um, you know, uh, tell them cheer up Dusty sent you. <laughs> uh, no, that's awesome. Like, I'm also kind of like you where if I go into like a diner or something, like I probably pick like the, the simplest thing that I could easily get at 10 other places that'll be like either quicker, sometimes cheaper, but it's like the whole experience about like being at a diner. Cause you don't see diners really that much anymore. So to be able to go in and, you know, you hear that sizzle on the blacktop that's back there, it, everything tastes so much better in a diner than compared to like, go, like, like we're saying, like go to IHOP or like Denny's, it, it has that right. slightly different taste where it just sets it off and it, you can get the most basic things and it's still going to hit so well. So yeah, dude, like when you go in the, the owner, Jim, he works and cooks like the owner. Um, he's a great, great, great man. Uh, so you'll walk in and you'll see him just in the corner and it's visible. It's not like he's behind, 
you know, doing it behind like any behind the doors or anything. He's mm-hmm. there. He's making the meat, grilling the, you know, doing, you know, the hash brown. Like he's, he's doing it all. And then I, it's, I'll, I'll, uh, and I'll spill the beans. My aunt Trisha has worked there for uh, about 40 plus years. And um, she's just like the kindest, you know, the kindest woman. So when you go in, you know, she'll greet you, sit you down. Um, you're going to be taken care of at Bob's Diner. I, this is turning into a big Bob's Diner commercial, but it, it, you know, it's, you're, you're right. Like um, just on the topic of diners, my, the diner I, I grew up near, I grew up um, right over the bridge in South Jersey um, in Cherry Hill. That's where I like went to school and everything. And um, Cherry Hill Diner. Um, right on Route 70, going toward the Ben Franklin Bridge, um, was there my whole life and just closed down recently. Um, and you're right, it's sad. I love the diner. I love, you know, um, I grew, you know, in this Northeast America, it's just diners were everything, you know. Right. So, um, yeah, please support if you can, you know, go have a good meal. Um, you know, keep this, you know, keep a diner going. Um, yeah, it's sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll be sure to add it to my list. Um, cause I, I've sat down with so many like Philly bands at this point that I just need to make like a trip to Philly and like meet everyone and then just like hit all these good food spots at the same time. So I, I'll be sure to add that to my list as to like somewhere I need to go when I get there. Hell, hell yeah, dude. If you make it out here, man, you got friends or if you need a couch, I got the crap. I got you. So yeah, dude, get out here, man. Well, fuck yeah, dude. Well, be careful. I might take you up on that. Oh, Let's dude. See. I mean, I, I, that's like one of my favorite part. I, I'll tell Ben, you know, I've been, I've had a few random, I can't even name them off the top of my head, come in here, just take a quick shower and go, or, mm. you know, like that's what it's all about, dude. Say, so, hell yeah, dude. If you get out here, you got it. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, well, kind of jumping back into singles, uh, I think it was on the 19th. So we're, you know, like a week and a half or so uh, past, uh, you released the second single from this upcoming EP called, uh, uh murphy's song which is kind of obviously everyone knows murphy's law uh kind of fits a little bit into the theme of of the song but um i know you and i think in one of the instagram posts you kind of mentioned that the song kind of changed up as to what it initially was going to be to what how it fully came out um because the story's kind of just more um and correct me if i'm wrong in any of this but it's the storyline in the song is like you're basically couch surfing you're 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 not living at home Uh, i think one line is like everywhere closes at nine like what the fuck am i gonna do like i have nowhere to go um how how drastically did that change from like what the initial thought process was behind that song so i'll i'll talk about murphy's song all day because of the crop of this ep it's my favorite my personal favorite um everyone in the band um it, it was everyone had a different opinion but murphy's song was my favorite um I mean, the song itself, the structure of the song um, came from our guitarist, Brian, and it was even a piece that he had been working on with his previous band that and he joined he joined Dusty in 2020. So this Murphy song in some evolution has really kind of existed since before probably 2018, 19. But like it it started with Brian. So um, he came in and, you know, we we had it with our old drummer like in our in our basis who's kind of out the door at this point too like we had an older version of murphy's we played live it wasn't recorded yet and then you know we got in we got our, our current and our new and current drummer and then um you know in the studio we did like kind of rework it to be more it, it was more of an indie feel like the demo i should say that like brian had and then we did demo it once ourselves like so there's like 
somewhere there's files and there's probably five or six versions of this song until we finally recorded what we did and, and released it. But so, yeah, it's just it's had a lot of different outfits on. Um, but then we went to the studio, kind of finalized it. And then while Brian had the chorus, like he, he had the run away, run away, run away. Like that was all him. But like the verses were mine. And then I put it in with um, like the story, like in 2020, I, I was kind of couch surfing my living situation, like right after the pandemic, it was just kind of like a, like a rough spot. So I stayed with my dad for you know a while, my sister, and then, yeah, I did a little bit of the couch, you know, the couch routine. And then, um, you know, I, I have a good support system. I have good friends. Yeah. So I was never, I was never without, and I right. didn't want to write the song to kind of like um, milk that or people to think that I was like homeless. Cause that's obviously a real issue and I'm not going to, you know, but um, yeah, I was, you know, doing the thing. And the, the one line of restaurants closing at nine was this was 2020. So everything, you couldn't even go inside. You would do the drive-by, you know, business, and then everything was closed, like, very early. So, like, the nights where I'm trying to, like, be out as long as possible and then go to wherever I'm staying, like, as late at night as possible so I'm just not there that long. Like, I'm like, God damn it, dude, all these places are closed. <laughs> like, I can't do – like, it was just, like, the worst thing at, like, the worst time. Like, it was just, you know, and that's – um that's what the song reflected and it went with his chorus and um i'm just i'm really stoked on how it came out you know yeah no it, it's it's a solid song to to as your second single um i will i mean i've i've listened to the ep probably like six times today just leading up to to right now and it's still i mean there's a couple songs we're going to talk about that are probably my number one contenders uh for various reasons but Cool. Um, it, it's still it's still a sick song and like the whole meaning behind it like um like i get what you're saying like yes you were without at home but you weren't you have a good enough support system where some people obviously don't have that where you don't want to claim and be like i was homeless um Absolutely, because, like, yeah. that, that's a whole nother meaning uh behind that but um i totally feel like the whole trying to stay out everywhere as late as possible without being like a nuisance to these people that you're staying with and yeah just just the line of like fuck everyone's closing at nine whether that's like pandemic or not like where i grew up in iowa like everything in that area like shuts down at like fucking seven to eight o'clock and it's like i it just took me that one line just took me back to like growing up of just like what do we do for the like what do we like there's nothing to do like everything's just closed we just got to go sit in someone's basement and just like fuck around i guess like just exist no fun. yeah exactly <laughs> No, and I like that kind of like whenever I do, you know, pot, podcasts like this and they're talking to people, um, I like that. Like, so that one line, while I wrote it in this way, it meant something completely different to you and your perception of it. And I, I that's kind of one of the, um, that's where I get one of my like kind of biggest jollies from. I like hearing that, you know, because then I'll talk to other people about their songs and like my interpretation. And it's just so interesting to see how, um, you know, a different song could be you know, reflected on, you know, someone else. So it's pretty cool. That's rad. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how just you can relate with so much in a song, even though like the song doesn't relate to that same situation, like is not based around that same situation at all. Not to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> Has nothing to do with it, but <laughs> you know, to you, it could mean the world in whatever way it does. Yeah. Um, man, that's the beauty of it, man. That's music. I yeah. love it. <laughs> 
Um, and then this up, like I said, this upcoming Friday on, uh, I think this Friday is like June sick second. Uh, yeah, we're already to June, uh, which is crazy, but you're releasing the third single off this, this EP. What right. song is that that you're releasing? Um, so this, this is a coming out till like later, so I can drop, we can talk everything. Uh, yeah. so the next song is called, um, SG small goals, tiny victories. Okay. Um, you know, we, we always just say SGTV at practice. So I just know it is SGTV at this point. Um, uh, but it's called small goals, tiny victories. And it's kind of like the goodbye to our previous like sound. It's like the one still, it's a pop punk song on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it kind of gives it like a kind of like a goodbye, kind of like, you know, like I'm not going to forget where we came from, but I, I, I don't, you know, really want to continue just to do the kind of uh, pop punk stuff. I, I always, I love pop punk. I mean, I have an MXPX, the Atari's like, you know, thing back here. Like, I, I mean, it's my bread and butter, but I do want to try and push the envelope a little bit and get out of my comfort zone a little bit. And um, we're all going to do that together. So, but, so this one was kind of like the one for the ones that have been there since day one kind of thing. Like, um, but then, you know, Brian did this really kind of like uh, eccentric intro to it that um, I think is kind of neat. So it does make it a little different. And then it has a, you know, kind of like this, this little spicy uh, emo-ish outro. So it's, I don't think it's as like, a, it's not cliche pop punk, but it, you know, kind of still is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess I'm trying to make it more than it is, but it's a fun song. I don't think it's, I don't think this song is the biggest song on, on, on the record or anything like that, but um it's a fun song and um, it still means a lot to us. And um, yeah, that'll, that'll, that's the one that's coming out this Friday. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Also, like everyone gets to the point where they're kind of just like, okay, that chapter of, of this project is kind of done. Like you're right. like, basically what you're saying is like the pop punk era of, of cheer up dusty is kind of that, that book's getting closed as you're trying to adventure and like expand and like try new things and, you know, like we kind of mentioned earlier, you have this more mature kind of sounding sound, um, just where it's going to take you now. And I feel like everyone kind of has that point. Like I know the, my friends that I used to run with all the time, they were super fast, uh, D beat pop punk. And then by the end of their run, they got into like what would now be classified as like almost like fifth wave, like twinkly emo. Um, and it, I mean, it, it happens to everyone where you just kind of grow and evolve as a musician and artist where you're just like, I can still, I still love that. Like you're saying, you, you have, like, we can all see MXPX up on your wall. Like you still love that. You still get why, why it's popular and everything, but that's just not who you want to be in this point. You want to, you want to take it somewhere else. Well, I mean, I, so I've never been in a project that one like lasted this long and like we've gotten to do like multiple EPs, like anything I've ever done before was kind of like a one, two EP and then something happens and then you pack it in, you quit and change the name or, you know, whatever happens. Um, and yeah, like I just, I, I love the style of music. I still play it, but uh, I mean, at this point, you know, yeah, I just, we just kind of want to do something different. But then now, like anytime I was younger and I was always just like, oh, they changed and like they suck now or, you know, this and that. I kind of like want to apologize because it's like, I mean, you don't want to. I mean, it's like a painter. You don't want to like paint the same thing over and over every day. So, um, yeah, that's that's just what we're doing. And it's funny because like we all like different shit. Like, you know, um, in our drummer, he's uh, he likes some harder stuff, like kind of, you know, 
um, you know, like hardcore and emo and stuff. Um, and then our, our one guitarist, uh, you know, he likes, um, he, you know, he, he's from Costa Rica, our guitarist Brian. So he does like a, like a lot of like Spanish music, uh, music and Bad Bunny and stuff. So, and it's stuff I never really, you know, got into. So it's like, we have all these different kind of elements and it's like, let's just kind of see what we can make when everyone is just organically them. Mm-hmm. And then shit, man, I don't know. Like maybe we'll make our own subgenre. I don't like, but let's just, you know, we're just, you know, life short. So we're going to try, we're going to try some things, but um, yeah, this, I think this was a good, at least kind of, you know, transition into, you know, our, a little bit of a change up. So. Hell yeah. Uh, well, like I said, it, it's been great and I'm stoked to see where, like the where this where this like this is like basically the jumping off point but like to see where it takes cheer up dusty um and what like the next ep or next full length could be now that you guys are kind of like finding more of what you feel like is like your groove and in, in, in the lane that you kind of want to go down no man i appreciate that yeah i hope it um i hope it goes well <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there are a few other songs on the CP. Uh, the one that is currently my my favorite, and I don't know if it's just because of how uh, the tracks were listed in like the the link, because they were all like in alphabetical order. So this one was the first one I listened to every time yeah. back around. Uh, but it's Drive, and it because it has a sick little uh, 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 sound clip, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But it just like the intro to it. And then just going full, like full bore. Like I was like, "Fuck yes!" So I should have even told. And I follow. So that song, it's labeled "Drive," and that was like the working or just like the title, like mm-hmm. the save, like the saving title. Uh, but that song is actually called "Black Box Theater." Okay. But we all call it "Drive" because for months and months is what we called it. But we wanted to give it more of a, an identity than just like a like a quick simple word like that so yeah that's called black box theater and that's um that was unanimously like oh this is like the strongest track so that's the last single we're dropping and we do have a another music video for that song too dude hell yeah yeah that one's probably like i said my number one contenders right now off this off this uh this ep Um, yeah we were when we had that one out we were like yo this one needs a video this one needs to be pushed this like we need to really like that that's why that's the last like single because we wanted to maybe do a little bit of a build up with these three, mm-hmm. at least get you know have a little bit of like attention you know kind of you know ish, oh, yeah. and then like oh and then here's like the strong one here's the the quality video for it and then, you know just gonna kind of shoot for the stars with it see 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 what kind of you know we can get back from it you know because we are trying to build a fan base we're trying to build a following um, we don't shy away from what we're trying to do so. Uh, yeah, we're hoping that we're hoping that does well for us. So I, 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 I'm glad to hear that you liked it and that was your favorite because that seems to be the <laughs> that seems to be the one. So the, the only two tracks that we haven't talked about um, on this and these could just be the working titles. So let me know if they're different as well. Um, is personally and then seriously, um, are those still those, the working titles? Those are the titles. I mean, that's okay. why. So like, um, so the EP is called don't take it personally take it seriously um and so that's kind of what you know it's the first track is we personally and then it'll be the four main singles and then seriously and then that's that's the ep okay and then i know you kind of mentioned before we fully started uh the 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 show um what what's like the the meaning behind 
this title of the CP? Um, so I want to say it's some deep thing, but so it's funny. I was, um, uh, back in August of last year, we had, um, we had this weekend of some really rad shows. Um, and one was like Atlantic city with eternal boy and goalkeeper. And that was going to be real rad. And then, um, the other one was, uh, you know, down in, um, uh, it was a Jersey show at a really nice place called Casey Rays. Like it was going to be a very good weekend, but then I ended up getting COVID. Oh, um, and it was the worst, like these two awesome shows, like the van was packed up and everything. And then like, you know, Thursday night, um, I took a COVID test cause I just wasn't feeling well and it boom. And I was like, son of a bitch. Um, so I ended up spending the next, you know, five days or so like in bed. And I ended up watching a lot of Gordon Ramsay for whatever, whatever reason. Uh, it was, uh, I think it was hell's kitchen, you know, that show. And, yeah. and he's like, you know, yelling at a chef, but he like, like, you know, he like, liked the chef, like they he was like, you know, yelling, yelling at uh, him or her. I can't remember. And then he and then he just says that he's like, don't take it personally, take it seriously. And then I was just like, dude, that's the EP name. And I immediately like, I remember I like immediately texted Brian and he's like, yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. <laughs> and then it just, it just kind of was, um, and that was it. That's, that's the story. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty great. Uh, shout out Gordon Ramsay for that one, you know? Yeah. Shout out Gordon Ramsay for dropping me that. And, uh, yeah, shout out to Turtle Boy and Goalkeeper for the uh, awesome show I didn't get to play. <laughs> oh, man, that's such a bummer. Hopefully it wasn't like – hopefully when you had COVID, it was nice and mild and not like you weren't like just uh, dying. Hey, man, you know, I, I just turned 32, so I was 31, um, and I had, you know, had medicine. I had some, you know, like not everyone's that lucky, so I was able to get through it okay, yeah. so – you know, I'm, I'm, I appreciate that. I'm appreciative of that. So. Yeah, I, I got it. Uh, nah, I got it last year. Uh, it, it really sucked. I, I had gone to we me and my friends did a trip down to Jamaica and was nice. doing fine. And literally on like the plane ride back, I just kept feeling more and more like shit. And I got home. We all went and got tested, uh, like the next day. Cause we, our flight got in like 10 or something. Um, and yep, I had it. So I had a, I had to basically just sit in my room. Like I felt fine after I got home and I was just basically just congested and just bored and then had to get locked in my room for a week, which really sucked. Yeah. I mean, that was the, that was it, man. And like, and it was weird. I felt like I, I felt like, Oh dude, I feel kind of cruddy, but I didn't feel like, Oh, I have like COVID. I didn't think I, I took it as like a, I, I like assuming it was going to be negative. Like, all right, let me just bear, let me, you know, for everyone's sake, cause we're living in this time. Let me just, and then when I gave up positive, I was like, dude, stop. And I, I actually, I took, I took, um, again, and, and luckily I had access to tests and everything, but I took another test. And once the second one came back, then I told my employer and then they gave me a third one, like different brand. So I ended up taking a, a three test just to verify hundred percent. Like, dude, you got, you got COVID. <laughs> so Damn. Yeah, it was right. It was just like the worst. Like, I, I think right after that, we didn't have a show for uh, like a month. So like, if it just could have happened three days later, four days later, it would have been fine. But right. You know, that's the way that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, because like even with mine too, like since we were flying back, it was more like my ear wouldn't pop, and I was like, okay, like it's just that, and like the fact that we're going from like nice like 80 to 90 degree weather back to minnesota in february or no that was january at the time so it's like i wore shorts the entire way back uh and i was like oh, oh it's, it's definitely just temperature change and like my ear yeah. will pop and shit like that and nope uh it, it wasn't that and i was like fuck yeah but I, thankfully I, I didn't probably, get stuck in jamaica my thought process would have probably been the same like yeah. the temperature change like i would have just kind of like in my head like just made up reasons to explain this that and the other thing but then once you take that test and it's that's it baby right thankfully i didn't get stuck in jamaica because we did have to test at the resort before we were allowed to like leave the country oh wow uh, and i te- i tested negative on like a sunday and then we flew back monday and then tested tuesday and i was i uh, was positive on tuesday so but at least i didn't have to spend that extra money i was able to quarantine at home yeah, at least you were able to get home. Yes, yeah, so yeah. lucky for that, man. Yeah, that would have been hell being out of the country during all that. Oh god, yeah. shit. Um, kind of hopping back into this this EP. Uh, like I mentioned, yeah. Uh, some sound clips. I am. I've talked about this on on a few different episodes, but I am a big fan of sound clips in in songs because, I mean, it just takes me back to like the first times that I heard like early free throw where they have all the sound clips in there. It just it adds something more to all these um, DIY musicians adding them in there, like because you you don't hear you know big name people doing it because they're the ones that are going to get sued, so they're kind of screwed. <laughs> but uh, uh, in, uh, I'm sorry, what was the what's the new title for Drive? Drive is called Black Box Theater. Black Box Theater. That one starts out with an iconic uh, a line from an iconic movie and role i mean you guys are philly dudes uh it's a line from rocky uh basically adrian asking can you drive uh of course uh are you kidding i'm one of the greats i can drive you um what what was the thought process behind bringing in that specific line from that iconic of a movie uh well like you i i like sound bites and stuff um you know Sometimes they're a little corny, a little quirky, but I, I love it. You know, I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, so with that one, um, you know, obviously, you know, the song isn't called Drive, but it, you know, it really, you know, that's kind of the, it's a very simple, you know, plot or, you know, of the song. It's just, you know, those, those drives that you go like at night when things just aren't, you know, kind of going right. I mean, nowadays, I feel like it, it kind of died out, but people used to just like go for a drive to clear your head. Mm-hmm. I feel like with phones and, and stuff now, like, you know, people will just go and watch something decompress. But, um, you know, I used to, I used to do that a lot, especially when I first like got my license and stuff, you know, I just, I need, I need to go for a drive. I'm just going to, you know, I'm not going anywhere, but you just, you drive 10 minute drive, 15 minute drive, or you get on a highway and just kind of go down and, and whatnot. And that's kind of where, where it was. And, um, you know, we do like to, cause we're very proud of, you know, where we're from. So I, I do like people to know, like we are a Philly band and, um, you know, I'm here for my city kind of, you know, so putting in the Rocky, you know, that clip where just, you know, you go for a drive. It, it, it's just, there was, there was no better clip that would have been put there than that. Yeah. Like it just, there wasn't. So, um, yeah, I like, I like that. I like that one. Um, Plus, I like where where it's at. It's 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 at the beginning. It's that attention grabber. Oh yeah. Um, and, you know, and then what's funny is we 
we had the soundbite at first and it was going to be dan, 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 dan. but we were like no that's too much so we it, that's why it's just that one hit and then it goes in and um yeah it just goes right like it's a real ripper that song and i oh, i yeah. um it's not the easiest to sing you know as we're practicing it but um yeah, I'll tell you, man. We're that, that's one we're we're really stoked on, and we can't really we we can't wait to show that one to everyone. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a fun one, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. I'm stoked to to see the video for that one. Um, and then you also have uh, a sound clip in seriously, which is like a voicemail of someone asking if like you can come over after school and hang out. Yeah. Um, like what's what was the thought process behind that one like what's the the backstory for that uh so that that sound clip is an old voicemail from my son um so that would then that sound clip my son just turned 12 recently but that sound clips he's like i think five i think he's still in preschool or four or five um and it was father's day and he, he called me when I was at work and was, you know, I got something for you. You want to come over after school? You know, he wanted to, uh, me and his mom had, you know, already been split up at that point. So he was just calling me to come over. And uh, I, you know, I missed the call. I, I called him back like five minutes later, saw him that day. I, I can, I remember perfectly. And I still have the gift and everything that he gave me there. And I'm, I got to stop. I'm going to like tear up even like talking about it. Um, so it's just like, um, it's uh it's this um it's this voicemail that's just uh, been in my phone for for years like you know i always delete you know you delete all your voicemails all the crap but it's just one it's not deleted it's still there and i wanted to use it and then our um our producer put over the nice just melody behind it very simple like it wasn't anything it was just to close it out and um it just kind of ends the EP with like, you know, kind of, you know, what is serious? What's the most important kind of thing? That's kind of the simple message behind it. And um, yeah, it was something, it was something that was something I wanted to do from the get go, you know, was that with that voicemail, like that was, it was all done purposely. I wanted to do that. And um, uh, the fella, you know, the fellows were, were cool with it. And um, yeah, that's where that, that came from. That. Dude, that's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. That you you held on to the the voicemail and it is your son, and you know getting to put it in there and have it like be cemented. Uh, yeah, it's been in your phone all these years, but now it's cemented. It's going to be out there. It's always going to be there, um, and it's a nice way to you know like like you said tie off this this EP. But it's this whole deeper meaning, like seeing you kind of get like teary-eyed about it like that's that's <laughs> fucking amazing like that that melts my heart dude yeah man i mean it's just um i i, I reference my son in a lot of songs um i mean ultimately he's the most important you know thing to me but it's uh you know my son he he's also given me like a lot of um support with this because you know there are times where um you know it's my weekend with him but we have a show or you know even this weekend i had to go to boston and play a show in philly and you know um he's just real supportive so you know texting and talk you know email or email what am i saying like facetime and it, you know that's like one of the most important things that we have and stuff and um you know i like to reference him because even though it's like hey like i'm not right next to you you know i'm trying to do this music thing you know it uh, he's still important and yeah so like i said it's hard not to reference him and stuff and then so i wanted to kind of give him this little track to you know 
you know, show, you know, you're, you're still the most important thing. So that's, that's why. Hell yeah, dude. That, that's, that's amazing. I think that's like one of the most heartfelt things I've ever heard <laughs> on, on, on doing this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm like on a beer podcast, and I'm getting <laughs> a, <laughs> you know, but Hey man, I mean, that's, that's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's our art. And like, I, I try to be as like authentic as possible. I try not to do any of this fake shit that we get a lot of these days. So, I mean, yeah. And like, I just, I, cause you know, I, I could be in bands with guys that like would have been like, Oh, I don't really like that's Well, that's just you. Or that's maybe think it's corny where I'm in a band with like some of my best friends. So they were all very, you know, with the track and um, yeah. Yeah. So, and I think while it won't be like a big hit of a, you know, I think maybe, it could reach a chord with maybe some parents or some punk rock parents or some, you know, those, those dads that only get to see their kids on the weekends or, you know, things like that. So I think there's still a connection that can be made with it. Oh yeah. Um, let me see if I got anything else here. Like I know we, we talked, I feel like a lot about this EP um, and I actually, I'm looking at my notes. There is, there is one more thing, one more question I have for you here for this EP, but um, in Legacy, it starts off with a, uh, a great line. Um, it says, um, gonna write a story and watch it like, watch it, uh, watch it like Maury, um, which, you know, recently there, there was an iconic, uh, you know, daily TV show host that, that just passed away and you kind of did the same as Maury. I, so this is my question to you is. <laughs> Think about like we got still Wil- Steve Wilkos, Maury, we got Jerry Springer. What, in your opinion, would be is or was the best uh, daytime talk show drama host <laughs> in the was that the nineties early two thousands? So, um, so we look like we grew up in the same time where, whenever you were home, you know, a kid homesick you were taken care of by Jerry Springer, Maury Povich and, yep. and all of them. Yeah, you started out, you started out at like 10 AM and you watched uh, Price is Right with Bob Barker. And then you yeah. went into all this, just who's the father, who's not the father, who's sleeping with who yeah, all, that. Uh, all afternoon. Um, I would probably say Maury was my favorite at the end of the day. I, Cause I felt, I felt like Jerry Springer was just a little too crazy to the point where it just wasn't like believable whereas like maury i kind of always i was like i can't tell if these if this is real or not like i can't <laughs> tell if these if these are real like situations or not whereas like jerry springer like i was like this is just no like there's no right. but um you know uh, so i would probably say my favorite like growing up me when i was sick was maury <laughs> you know and i'm glad we got to like i got the reference and then I mean, we wrote that song and that was recorded last year and he ended up retiring this year, like months later. So I was like, oh, I'm, I'm really happy. I, <laughs> I just kind of reverenced him real quick in a song right before he, um, you know, uh, just retired and all that. So, uh, yeah, I, I like that little like, like, like I, we're trying to mature and we're trying to be like, I am not a mature guy where I still like to drop these little quips or little things in the songs and um. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. So I yeah, mean, that, that, line, that, that yeah. that's good for me. You know, <laughs> that whole line was just fucking like golden. Like I was, I was just walking through the house and I was like, I'm gonna write a story and uh, have it on Maori. And I was like, that fucking that hits so well. Like it just comes across so well. Because <laughs> you just you want everyone to see it. You know, that's yeah. like you want everyone to 
you know, you want to be the, the, the in the limelight. So, you know, you want to write a story. And I mean, what's cooler, what's cooler daytime TV than Maury Povich? So. <laughs> right. Um, so, I mean, that pretty much takes up all my, uh, all my main questions that I had for this EP. So before we transition, is there anything I missed between this EP or Cheer Up Dusty that you want the people to know about? I mean, no, nah, man, I just, I want people to know our name and then I want people to just give us a chance. And then after that chance is given, if we are up your alley, I'd like people to just kind of um, stick with us and let, uh, you know, be with us as we grow a little, you know, that's, that's what every band wants, whether they're saying that or not, you know, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and that, that's all I could ask for. It's just that chance. I, I mean, I get music subjective, so I, I fully know that not everyone's going to like us or, you know, be into us. And that's totally okay, dude. Um, and it, there's a lot of bands that even I give a lot of um, support to that I don't necessarily, it's not my, but, you know, again, art is subjective. And um, I just appreciate anyone in the hustle, or if I see anyone working their ass off. And, you know, so now nah, just, um, you know, we do have some more songs coming out. Um, we do have a lot of shows out this summer, um, going even into uh, the fall. Um, you know, we're hitting New York, uh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, uh, you know, Northeast America mostly, but, you know, definitely if you live in that area, um, yeah, come out. Cause even if you come out to our shows and you don't vibe with us, you know, we always play with three, four, five, uh, other acts that are always just full of talented people. So, um, even if, you know, we're not the ones that, you know, get on your list that night, someone else might. So that's all I can ask for is just support, you know, cause it's very, you can shout it from the rooftops, but it's not, always, you know, it doesn't always come. So right. that's, that's it, man. So. Hell yeah. Well, everyone listening, make sure you, you uh, keep your eyes peeled for uh, those summer and leading into fall dates and hit up all the shows. I'm in the Midwest. I'm not in the, the East coast. So you gotta go, you gotta go experience it for me. Let me know how it was. Tell me, tell me everything about it. Yes. Please, yeah, please. Um, <laughs> uh, so now we're going to kind of transition uh, towards the later half of these episodes. But before we get there, this is obviously Beers with Bands. Uh, you don't have to be drinking on these episodes because I will most likely do that for you. But, Justin, I know you have a couple brews in front of you. What are you drinking on this fine ep- fine Monday night? So um, I am a, a little bit of a, a basic guy right now. I have a Miller High Life, very simple right now. Hell yeah. Um, uh, I've had, you know, like I think I did mention, they're a little old. They've been in here for a couple weeks. But, um. Uh, my favorite, uh, like regular cheap beer, is like a regular Coors Banquet. I love, or um, in in a bottle. That's like my, like that's what I would want, you know. Um, but yeah, right now it's just the high life, man. The champagne of beers. Hell yeah! Uh, I'm also. I used to have like a. Uh, I think there was like a solid few years where I was just like a banquet guy. I would whether I would either do like sixteen ounces or I would get like the the grenade can uh, bottles like. It was, it's such a, it's, I still every, every once in a while will grab a six pack because it still hits so well. Um, it, it hits man. And it's just, I don't know, something it goes down real and the water is real, you know, from the Rockies real yeah. clean, you know, I just, I don't know. It's, it's good for me, man. Yeah. Uh, on this episode, uh, you know, everyone's used to hearing this, but I, you know, start out with a good old uh, PBR. Uh, then Can't I Can't go wrong. Yeah, and then, you know, it is a holiday, so it's like 80-something degrees out, so I got a nice little Truly pineapple. Uh, I love me I a Seltzy. Love yeah, a Seltzy. And I think the one that I'm going to use to end the episode 
uh, I finally got my hands on on these the other day, and I'm super stoked to finally try that. This will be my first time trying it uh, during the recording. Um, is the Sunny D vodka seltzer? Oh man, I have seen those around. You have yeah. to tell me how that one is, because that one I feel like that one is like a hit or miss. There's no, it's it's okay. It's either going to be really really good or just piss. Like I, I feel right. like there's no in between on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well. He, Here's here's my uh, live uh, live pre-recorded. I don't know how that works, but uh, <laughs> figure this out real quick. A nice snap. It was a nice crack. You know that's not that's that's not bad. That's, that's kind of <laughs> yeah, dangerous. it's the good root. Do you taste the sunny D, or does it just taste like maybe like a bottled screw or a canned screwdriver? Uh, you can kind of taste a little bit of Sunny D, but it's 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 not so much like a screwdriver because it is still a seltzer. So, but uh, it's not like over. You know how like Sunny D kind of has that overpowering like tang to it every once in a while. You don't get that overpoweringness, uh, but it, it goes down very smooth. All right, all right. Uh, let me ask you a one out of ten. I'd give it like uh. Solid eight. A solid eight. A solid eight on a nice holiday. Not bad, bro. Not bad. Right, right. Respect. Yeah. Uh well, so there's there's a little drink segment. Yeah, I was stoked that I've I I was just walking through like a liquor store yesterday or Saturday and they just had it on the shelf and I just as I'm walking back to the cooler to get what I actually walked in there for, I just like indistinctively just grabbed it off the shelf and just kept walking. See, I'm like that. I'm always like the guy where like um, if I see something in the store, like I just like that's like limited edition, kind of mm. like you know, snack or like uh, um, I'm trying to cut down, but I'm like a soda guy where like I like the different soda flavors that pop up all the time, or whenever we're out on like a run at like somewhere like uh, you know, um, you know, obviously not in our own area, you know, each uh, areas will have like their own delicacies, so I'm just looking for like that. Like I want I want a, a soda or drink that I've never seen or heard of, like type of stuff, right. and um, you know, just finding like those gems, you know, shit like that. Like I, I remember, you remember not your father's root beer. You remember when that first came out and that like popped like all over. Do you remember that? Vaguely. It was like one of the, like I just remember like being one of the first like to kind of like see it in the store, and I was just like, oh shit, what's that? And, <laughs> Like that. So, like, I would have done the same thing if I saw the Sunny D. I, I've seen that online. I haven't seen that in store. Like, I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. But I, I would have been, like, immediately just, like, that's coming home. Like, you're coming home with me. Right. Like, right, like, right away. <laughs> well, like, even when uh when Mountain Dew dropped, like, the Hard Mountain Dews, they uh, only those released look- those. Yeah, I actually, uh, I visited a friend in Virginia not too long ago. <laughs> I had one of those. And I was very disappointed. It wasn't yeah, that good. They, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like when they originally released them, they only had them in like select states. Like they had them in like Tennessee, Iowa, and like one other state that I can't think of. But it was like very random as to like why those states. So I just happened to be going back home to Iowa to like visit family, and I walked into like a gas station. They had them, and I walked out of there with like five cases, uh, just because I, I had a bunch of people in like Minnesota that like wanted to try it, and I was like, "All right, you're getting your own case. You're getting your own case." Your brain, like, oh, dude, you must have been the hero, dude. Yeah, uh, and I will say, while it did disappoint the um, 
the only one that was actually good out of every out of all of those was like the Baja Blast one. That one kind of hit. So I so I visited a buddy in Virginia not too long ago, and unlike my area, you can go into Walmart and they have a whole like liquor section and beer section. And you know we're just picking them, and I I got like I got two tall boys of them. One was the Baja Blast, where that one was it was all right, mm-hmm. and then I got like the orange one. I think it was like a mango one, maybe or something like that. Ooh, I didn't and know that one, one was it like a was it a mango? Am I well the the original ones was the Baja Blast, the regular, uh, I think a code red, and then a watermelon. But they okay, could have so, come out with a mango one after that. I have no so idea. Like, it had to be, yeah, or maybe, or what's the live live, live strike? Or it, it was, yeah. yeah, it was like an orangey type flavor. Um, and that one, I took like two sips and I couldn't drink it. I'm like, oh, this Oof. is just too gross. So, but the Baja Blast one, I was able to drink. But it, it just, I don't know. I guess it's like a mental thing where you hype it up in your head to the point where it's like once you sip it, you're just like, uh, yeah, I guess that's Mountain Dew with a little with a b- bit of vodka in it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's really it. Like you think it's gonna be life changing, but it just is what it is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's like I try not to think too much about the Sunny D one before getting it. I was just like, I just know I need to try it at some point, and I just need to like avoid all of these reviews and just like just experience it on my own. See, I'm not a review person. I won't look at her. I don't care. You know. Um, like I'm a big I'm a big movie head. Like I don't look at Rotten Tomatoes. I don't care. Like I'm gonna make my own damn opinion, kind of like right. thing, you know. But uh, one thing I did get hooked on, whose opinion I care about, is uh, what's that? Dave Portnoy when he does his pizza reviews. Because oh, yeah. I'm like, I mean, I I lived in you know Philly or South Jersey my whole life, where it's just like pizza is kind of a serious game out here. So, you know, so I, I those are probably the only reviews that I'm kind of like paying it paying any attention to. Yeah, I, I one day went through like a deep rabbit hole of just all his like pizza reviews and I was like <laughs> these like as as like shitty as he's like people have made him out to be in, in person and like most of the bar stool stuff I don't give a shit about, but like I got to the pizza reviews and I was like, This man needs to like be on like a pedestal right now just for the pizza reviews. Like this needs to be why is no one talking about this? Yeah, it's just like they're just so entertaining and it's just you know and yeah, I've heard some rough things about it. I separate like the creator from the creation or the art from the artist. So I like try to just enjoy things and not think about, you know, who's making it too much. But those videos are just they're they're fun, man. And then um, you know, if I had a pizza place around here, I would love if he came and sampled it. Right. <laughs> you know, like it's good for the businesses. But yeah, those that's probably the only, you know, reviews I, I care about. But nothing like a good uh like pizza and beer, dude. Oof, like, yeah. Easy. Um all right, so now we're going to kind of transition to the, to the later half of this episode, finally, uh, which is always my favorite part of the episode. This is where I get to hear some fun stories from your time in music uh, that, that <laughs> could be either uh, shows, tours, time recording, and as I normally say, they could be anything horrendous to tremendous or any adjective in between. Oh, God. Okay. Um, so uh, you just want, like, so, the, I mean... The, the way I usually uh, try and say it is, Think about the stories that you and your friends always reminisce about. Those ones are usually the ones that I, that are usually the best that I would love to hear. Um. Well, I mean, so it's good. So today's Monday. We had we just went on not like a run. We we do a lot of weekenders, and um, so this weekend we did Friday in Boston, Saturday in Philly. We had a Jersey show booked on Sunday, but that got canceled a couple weeks ago. 
and because it was a Memorial Day weekend anyway, we were like, why don't we just, it's fine. Like we, we just kind of, we, we took the day off instead. So, um, so Boston, I guess it was kind of funny because, um, a band houses that we never, you know, met. So it was like Thursday night, we, we go down, um, you know, we pack up the van, you know, we start shooting down there Thursday night and then, um, uh, Dave from a band called Bat- Battle Mode um, out in the Boston area. Uh, he was the one. He's like, yo, you guys crashed in my house. Okay, cool. So we go there and he's working late. So he's working at a uh, movie theater. Like, that's what he does. But he, like, runs it. And it's, like, the area that they're in, it's very, like, old-timey. Like, it's not, like, an AMC movie theater. It's, like, a movie theater you'd see like you like nine like it looked like something from like 1980 like you just walk in like you know it was just like very like old time so like you know we get there and we're supposed to get there at one but you know traffic here something there whatever we don't get there till like 2 30 <laughs> and we get there and he's like showing us around the theater we're like oh this is rad like this is so cool it like it really was because it just felt like it, it was in a different time like it's mm-hmm. just it was it was it was gorgeous man really and um, and then he offers us to like watch uh like a free showing of Guardians of the Galaxy three, <laughs> and we're kind of just like, I wanted to do it even though it was like almost three in the morning. I'm like, oh dude, that's so cool, a free you know. And he's offering us the snack. Like the hospitality, these guys are great. Look up Battle Mode from from Boston. They're, they're amazing guys. Just a two piece band, but. Like, then we all look at each other and we're like, just like half awake, just like, do we do this? Yeah. We're like, dude, we can't. We just can't. Um, So we end up going back. And then, um, you know, the next day, you know, we play the show. um, You know, it gets late. And then we crashed again. Like, we really, um, they really did like too much for us, uh, this, this band battle modes, uh, you know. But um, then, you know, we left at like six in the morning Saturday. Like, so, bro, by the, by the time we got back to Philly for our Philly gig, dude, I mean, we're, like, in a in a fever dream. Like, in the last 48 hours, we've, split, we've slept six hours, seven hours, but not even in total, like, in, in three-hour yeah. intervals. Like, so by the time we get back to Philly, like, we get to the venue. Well, we took a shower, you know, we, we get to the venue, and we're kind of, like, not all there <laughs> like at first and then i spaced out where i actually did another podcast that day <laughs> so like i for our sound check had to like i went to our van and and did this did, did this podcast um called songs in my head very very nice people you know i appreciate everyone's time and i'm like the worst at time management because i'm like oh dude i'm like I got to go sound check. I'm like half asleep. So like, I felt like I kind of didn't do the, like, you ever go into like a social like thing. And then when you get home, you're like, Ooh, that wasn't my best work. Like oh, socially yeah. kind of like, I'm like, Oh, like the pie. Like I, I messaged him and said, sorry, I had to rush. Sorry. I was so tired. Like I'll, I'll come back again. If the episode is just that sucky. <laughs> like, I like really just didn't give him a quality interview and I like felt real bad, but I like, it wasn't even because I wasn't in a bad mood or anything. Like I was just so like, it was just an off day. And, pe- yeah, and people dude, yeah. like, but then like, once you like, you get on that stage, you flip the switch and everything. But 
Yeah, so I mean, the fever dream that was this weekend was always. Um, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that for a while. Um, but probably we've gone on a few runs. We're still getting our feet wet with it. But I'd say the funniest story is on our first run. Um, on the third day, we were playing Boston, and we were going to go home. And we were playing with oh, a bunch of great bands, dude. Planet Mercury, Promise Game, Goalkeeper, Driveways in Boston. It was rad, dude. So our, our uh, like later in the night, um, our guitarist, Brian, you know, we had played, you know, we did good, you know, sold a few shirts. Like it was a good night. Last band of the night was driveways. Awesome band, dude. If you haven't heard of them, they've been killing it. But um, so they're going on, uh, you know, Brian, Brian at that point, he's a couple drinks deep, you know, he earned it towards, you know, our performance is over. We're chilling. We're going to go start driving home in the morning. Like we were good. So he, he goes and then he comes to the merch table and he's like yo can i get a few shirts <laughs> I'm like what well, like we we got these very kind of cheap quick printed shirts out we were just doing five bucks a shirt because at that point we were so this was our first we just wanted to promote we just wanted to be we didn't really care about really making too much money we just wanted the name so yeah. we got five five dollar shirts we were doing five dollar so i'm like uh like looking for like someone behind him who's gonna like buy the shirt or not <laughs> And he's like, yo, just give me like two shirts. And I'm just like, okay, okay. <laughs> so I give him two shirts and he kind of hops to like the side of the stage and he tosses these two shirts out, which is fine. But then I'm kind of thinking like, oh, they're probably going to think those are driveway shirts, not here <laughs> musty shirt. So I'm like joking, like, oh, someone's going to ravel it. Like, what's this piece of shit? <laughs> And, you know, that was, that was hysterical, man. Like it was, I was dying at the time, but yeah, dude, it's like, uh, yeah, he's, he's a character. I, lo- I love that kid, but yeah, that, that was like real funny, you know, just like tossing, tossing some free. Now they were the shirts we have now. We have some good quality shirts where they're like, we sell them for 20 bucks just so we can make, he has the numbers, you know, a little bit of a profit, you know, right. it's all yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's a bit, you have to run it as a business at the end of the day. So not that I would want to, I would, I would charge $4 a shirt if I could, but, um, so these, you know, these shirts are $20 a piece and then, you know, we'll finagle, you know, we'll sell them for 15, but we really can't sell them for anything less than that. Um, if he came up to me now, like asking me if I'd be like, no, no, we can't, <laughs> no, you can't do it. But that was, that was hysterical at the time. That's fucking great. Uh, I remember like when we were on tour once we, we had stopped in like Omaha and we were, we played with this band that ended up becoming like really good friends with us. And they were like, yo, you guys want to do like shirt swap? And like, this is like my first like run and we were going to be out for like a month. And I was like, oh, dude, like I was just merching and TMing. And I was like, dude, I don't even know if I'm allowed to do this right now. So like, I turned to like my friends who like I went to high school with and I was like, they want to merch swap. And they're, they're like, okay, tight. So yeah, we just ended up handing over like six for us and five for them or whatever, like just straight yeah. up. And like that was like I still have the shirt somewhere back in my parents' house. Um, and like, but I also made sure, you know, hang on to like, I got copies of like all the shirts that we like the band like put out at the same time. But like, it's always cool to like have those moments. Like, if he was gonna go shirt swap, like, like can like we brought up goalkeeper a few times uh, through this this episode who have yeah. been on on the podcast. Like, they're super sick. But like having those moments too, like when you're when you're coming up. And like trying to do stuff like meeting those bands that you become friends with and like 
however you become friends like just keeps growing and like you're always hitting each other up um i mean the nice thing with the east coast is and especially like that philly new jersey pocket is you guys are so close to everyone where like oh yeah us is like we would meet make friends and then they're like oh yeah we're still like eight hours apart from each other like it's yeah it sucked to do anything no i mean i i'm very thankful like you know i am in the part of the country where i am because yeah I, like now that we are you know, kind of getting out there a little bit and um it is very cool to be making friends with people from uh you know boston um one of one of our good friends promise game they're from new hampshire um you know so then by having these, you know, this friend, building this kind of like community and, um, you know, and, it, and it's, it's all positive, dude. Like it's all, everyone just wants to kind of level up and, um, you know, and do it together. And, but then because of that, I've been able to even get up as far as Portland, Maine and work our way back down. We did a run like that. And, um, you know, then we, now we have some friends out in like the Baltimore, you know, Baltimore, Maryland area now. And um, it's really cool, man. And I, I didn't, at some point in my life, I didn't think I was ever going to get to do any of this or even sniff any or do anything close to this. So um, being able to do that is really cool. But yeah, in your area, I can see it's just like, you know, your closest, uh, you know, friend band that's out of your area. You know, we have we have a couple that are maybe two or three hours out of the way. You're going eight, nine, just, yeah. <laughs> you know, just for that close one. So that's rough. Because yeah, like, yeah, it, it was always rough, uh, like especially like in Iowa. Um it, whenever like I would book a show and like would have like a tour man come through and I I throw on like yeah they're Iowa locals and I would you know they're all classified as locals but at the same time they're still driving like two and a half three hours just to get to the gig where I drove like fifteen minutes to that gig uh, or or whatever like there's they're locals in Iowa but they're still like not local if that makes any sense makes perfect sense dude like it makes I mean you could say Philly local and then that goes to like Delco. And then all of a sudden you're talking about like Lancaster, like it's, you know, it's all the same, but right. Hey man, I love, you know, I love the three hour away shows and I love the 15 minute away shows. I'll tell you, there's a record store near me, uh, literally 10 minutes away. We play it once in a while and, um, I go to shows there all the time. So like anyone who I, you know, am friends with supporting or, you know, some of you know, just go, you know, there'll be one band that I somewhat know. So I'll go and, you know, kind of catch a show, but, uh, I love that because again, it's 10 minutes away. Even if I'm on call at work, I can get back real quick, you know? So it's great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, Justin, you know, before we fully end, I think there's one last question I, I should ask, you know, it's, it's, you've had a whirlwind weekend. You played a couple shows. You have this new single coming out. The EP is going to be out by the time this episode comes out. Um, what would you say as of right now uh, has been your favorite moment of cheer up dusty Um, so, um, on the one run that we did, um, and I, I keep going, I keep going back to Boston. Have some good time. So it, it was our last song on that run and we were playing everybody hates me and like members of our friend, like promise game and goalkeeper. Um, and you know, a couple of these guys that came out to, uh, like a few of the other shows too. Well, basically, we had like maybe 15 friends of ours just come up on stage and belt out this song with us uh, at the at like the last you know thing. And um, I remember kind of like stopping for, you know, while it was all happening 
And I remember kind of just like, I don't know, like, I guess in my own mind, it was like one of the, like everything kind of went slow motion for, for a minute. And I just kind of like looked and I, I was just like, and it like kind of like just dawned on me, like I am in a different state. I'm with these people that oh, like a lot of these people I've just met within maybe the last year, just through the music and, you know, playing and, and all that. There is a crowd here. I'm not playing, you know, and I played my share of basements for 10 people and, and things like, and like those, and I'm like, and I just kind of like took that in at that moment because so like I started dusty after like eight years of not doing anything musical. Like I, I had my son and I was just working and I just didn't, I just didn't do it. I didn't go to shows. I was just out of it. And I wasn't really myself anymore. So I had to get back into it. Like, you know, and so like at that moment, like I just like, I started a band and like, at first no one really wanted to play with me. I'll be honest. I couldn't find members. And then like, it was really hard, man. Um, and then I just kind of like, yeah, I just, I do remember that. Like just taking this like second where I like one of those, I was just like, yeah, yeah, this is, you know, like it was like one, like if, if we didn't play another show, and that was like, if that was it, like at that point, like I, I would have, I could have been, I was, could have been happy with that. And that, yeah, that was like that moment, man. That, that one, it, like, and again, it was only like a five seconds that I got to myself to like, kind of just look and yeah, that, uh, that would probably be my, my memory of what we've done so far is that, that one. Oh yeah, dude. Well, I hope. I hope there's many more memories uh, that you get to have uh, with the continuation of Sheriff Dusty. Like I said, the CP is sick, and I hope everyone, by the time this episode comes out, since I know the CP comes out a few weeks beforehand, I hope everyone has already got it to like a million billion streams. Because I mean, you, you guys are you guys are killing it, and like it fucking shows. And I like I really am stoked to see what this next iteration and and journey that Sheriff Dusty is going to be on. And um, I, I mean, you and podcasts like yours and, um, you know, cause I, I can talk, I mean, I like talking to people, you know, I do, I do like, I like people, I like talking. So, you know, you, you guys, the ones that are, you know, just give, give me and, and the guys your time. Um, that's how we get there and that's how it all kind of happens. So I just might, I, I very, I just, I really appreciate your time and having me on your podcast and, you know, helping us just, you know, get, you know, just get our name more out there than it was before hopping on. So thank you so much, man. Dude, of course. Thank you for reaching out. Uh, like, like you said in, in our, uh, in our messages, uh, we're going to be best friends. And I feel like this, that we already have a connection. Like anytime you're yeah. in Minneapolis, you let me know, I'll get you a place to stay. You can stay here. Uh, we'll get some, uh, we'll get some either high lives or we'll get anything that you want to drink and we'll make sure we have a good fucking time. It sounds great, man. Like I said, like I told you too, if you ever make your way out here, uh, dude, I got a couch, I got a shower for you. Um, you know, I know my way around here and I'll, you know, you can come with me and we'll, we'll go, we'll go have fun, man. Let's do it. That, I mean, that, that's what, that's what it's all like, like this, that's exactly yeah. kind of, that's exactly what it is. And I, and I live for it now. Can't get uh, enough of it. So you already dude, know, man, I got you. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, yeah, that's my favorite thing about like, um, about starting this podcast and getting like this is my step or like foot back into like the the music scene after i took a kind of like kind of like you did like i took a, a a step back from everything and i started doing this and just all the connections i made like i i truly love everyone that's been on the podcast and like everything that they're doing like 
and I, I know that becomes a re- reoccurring theme for a lot of people that might listen to a lot of the episodes where I just hype everyone up, but um, anyone that takes the time to, uh, one, want to be on this podcast, or two, is ends up being on this podcast and, and spending uh, X amount of time with me, um, it means a lot, and, you know, it just shows um, a lot of, uh, to me, it shows a lot of the person, regardless of the music, like, I don't care about numbers and all that shit like i i want to know who people are at at the end of the day and i feel like just sitting here having this chat like you've shown me enough where like i like I, i'm a cheer up dusty stand for the rest of my life now <laughs> thank you I, yeah man the, the numbers thing really you know it does get to you it's and that's i think i i told you kind of earlier i i signed out of all our social media and some of the other guys took over because um i was getting into that that mindset and it was getting unhealthy yeah. and then i started to kind of and i'm honestly i wasn't really liking who, myself and um i was getting out of like the realm of what this is all about but then again like a conversation like this it, it kind of it really helps man it really does so thank you man well thank you um if for for everyone that's looking for cheer up dusty merch music or just cheer up dusty in general where can they find it uh, so we're actually working on a brand new online store. I think that will be up soon. I mean, it'll definitely be up before this podcast even uh, goes up. So um, by now we'll, we'll have a brand new online store. Um, I mean, every show, you know, we have a haul. We're low on shirts now. We're going to re-up, you know. Um, but we do have cheerupdusty.com. That is ours. So you can definitely go there. Um, all our socials are at cheerupdusty. Very, you know, no pa and like it's cheer up dusty and we are everywhere we have to be we are on twitter instagram and facebook we are on tiktok uh you know we try to give you know effort to all of that you know some more than others but you know it's a numbers game these days so yeah any any ad um, on any of them you know everyone internets differently so (laughs) any any way you internet um please do add us and follow us um but the most important thing is the actual is the music at least to me it is so um you know we are on spotify apple music we are on on all the major streaming sites so um yeah if you, I mean, if you look up cheer up dusty i mean we're we're the only one so we'll you'll find us and um i'm i'm so happy if if you're finding us now or, or anything um so yeah just look up cheer up dusty and wherever you're trying to go we'll be there oh yeah uh, for everyone listening, uh, whether you found this episode on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, or you you uh, you know watched it on YouTube and got to see uh, Justin's lovely face like I did all night, uh, make sure you check the description down below. Uh, I'll have everything hyperlinked to you know take you right over the Cheer Up Dusty pages. Hit follow on all of those and stay up to date with everything that Cheer Up Dusty has going on. Be ready for you know future shows, future music, um, future merch. Uh, the new merch store will be down there as well. And just, you know, be ready for uh, this whole evolution that Cheer Up Dusty's got going on. Come with us, man. You know, or if you're not going to, again, that's at the end of the day, that's cool too. But yeah, come with us if if you like it. You know, oh, yeah. that's all I could ask. Uh, well, Justin, like I said, this is, it's been a great Monday night. Uh, like this is, I know it's a holiday weekend. I didn't go out and celebrate. This is all I had going I mean, on. This, it's this been great spending Memorial Day with you, brother. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> we'll, we'll make this a recurring theme. Uh, maybe next Memorial Day, we'll, we'll get you back on. We'll just keep doing Memorial Days yeah. together. 
that that would be funny. Let's do that. That would maybe that would be funny. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. All right, we'll see how this year goes, dude. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> right. Um, well, like I said, everyone go follow Trip Dusty, and uh, I'll catch everyone on the next episode. See ya. You want to drive? I'm one of the greats. Are you kidding? Come on, I'll drive you.